Penn State Conversations is a podcast produced by the Donald P. Bellisario College of Communications. Episode topics range from the people, programs, and events that shape the Bellisario College to discussing key aspects of life in the professional world for young and upcoming communications alumni. Please enjoy this episode of Penn State Conversations. Welcome to this week's episode of the Penn State Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Taylor, and on this episode, I spoke to Steve Samsel and Trey Miller about the branding of the Donald P. Belisario College of Communications. Uh, my name is Steve Samsel. I'm the Director of Strategic Communications for the Donald P. Belisario College of Communications. And I'm Trey Miller, Strategic Communications Coordinator for the Donald P. Belisario College of Communications. And Steve, what, could, what is your responsibilities? Our office is in charge of telling the story of the Belisario College. Um, everything from prospective students to potential donors, um, lectures, events, um, things on campus, things off. It's our job to spread the word and tell the story. And um, it's, it's, it's usually a good story. And there's lots of, lots of positives, lots of opportunities, um, challenges. That's a pretty good gig. And is it, do you kind of, how do you kind of fit in that? We have a very collaborative environment, I think, between the two of us. So the roles are very similar as far as the mission we're trying to accomplish and the goals we're trying to accomplish. Um, you know, our offices are side by side, so it's a lot of yelling through around the walls, um, back and forth. Um, mine differs mostly with the social media aspect. So I handle uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for the college um, and the Twitter account for the Curley Center as well. And uh, what's the day-to-day? Like, you guys walk in the office, first thing on the agenda. The first thing on the agenda every day is kind of triage some stuff. I mean, not that you're not seeing email all the time, but look at the email, see what's there. Um, it could be anything from a faculty member who needs something for a lecture that they forgot to tell you about and you're putting together programs for the next day. It could be uh, some somebody looking for an expert, somebody, a medium person with a request to, to do those kinds of things and have someone talk, have one of your faculty members talk about their expertise. So the first... Part is triage, um, and then in an ideal world, there, there, there's planning. There's what projects are coming down, how is this going to work, you know, where is this thing going to fit. Um, every day is a little different. I mean, I know everybody says that, but you just don't know what's going to come across. Um, and we're lucky at the college level at Penn State, we don't do a lot of bad news. I mean, there's not, there's not that. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of stories to tell, which is, which is the good part. Yeah, for me, it's coming in and it's uh, the first thing I do is I have a social media calendar. So it's seeing what we have for the day, what's already planned. Um, that's the biggest thing. And then, you know, going to Steve, seeing what he has uh, for me, what he has planned for the day or anything that he has um, looking out for for the future that I can get started on projects, uh, whether it's from the magazine or whatever, that kind of stuff, um, stories and all, all those sorts of things. Um, and, and we both teach, too. So that kind of factors into our Tuesday, Thursdays a little bit. Uh, there's a chunk of time where, where we're in the classroom as well. So um, depending on the day, that makes a difference too. And how did you guys uh, find yourself in this position? I'm a, I'm a graduate of the program. Uh, I graduated in 1990. I was a sports writer. So I worked for 10 years, nine years in Pittsburgh, almost 10, came back to State College, worked for the Center Daily Times as the assistant sports editor there. Great gig with sports writer hours, uh, 5 p.m. to 2 a.m., five nights a week. And then another day or two in the office. Um, I had two young children who were five and six at the time. So it was an easy call for me 
Um, I was blessed in the sports writing time to have, you know, covered a Super Bowl, covered an all-star game, worked with some really good people. Um, but no matter how good they were, the family was more important. So an opportunity arose at Penn State in the College of Science, which, according to my transcript at Penn State, I knew nothing about because my science grade was awful um, consistently. Uh, but they took a chance on me. I spun it as good stories are about people. You know, the scientists and researchers are, are just wearing a different uniform. They're wearing a lab coat. Um, and then I came to the Belisario College, what's become the Belisario College. It's been almost 18 years, and the job's grown around me. You know, it's, it's, we've done more. I mean, initially it was here. Some press releases this, tell the story, and we've just grown to everything now. You know, we're doing podcasts. You know, it's just stuff that didn't exist 15 to 18 years ago in this job, now do. And it's, it's been good the whole time. Yeah, I hate to kind of echo this a similar story, uh, but I was a 2012 journalism grad as well. Uh, took the Curley Center, got the Curley Center certificate, um, and had worked in strategic communications and athletics uh, for four years as an undergrad. And so I ended up uh, leaving school and went to Rutgers for two years, worked in athletic communications, um, and then had an opportunity to come back and work in athletics at, at Penn State. So um, coming back home, being from Belfont, that's home for me. Um, so made my way back, and then the opportunity with the college came up. And similar to Steve's story, it was, you know, I, I traveled a lot of places in a few years. Um, I was working athletic hours, um, and, and this job offered the, offered the opportunity to sort of work that um, typical 8 to 5 schedule and still have events and, you know, have the Curly Center aspect to kind of whet my appetite for that sports side of things and keep me involved with that. So it was a good opportunity to sort of take a different career path and, and try something new. Steve, you talked about there are some challenges. Uh, what, what could those challenges kind of be? The challenge is, is honestly the biggest challenge is keeping up. We have so much stuff going on and so much content produced by students, whether it's at Com Radio or our TV shows or our faculty who are doing things. It's just keeping up with the sheer volume of information that's there that we can share and doing it in a timely manner and, and more important than a timely manner anymore. And that was a challenge early on. How do, how do we get this out? Nobody's going to beat us in the story. And that's one thing we've, we've learned and I've learned is nobody's going to beat us in these stories. Like if we have a kid who does a wonderful story for Com Radio or does a photo series or a faculty member gets an award, the New York Times isn't beating us to that story. They, that's not something they would cover. So we have a chance to frame it and do it on our own timeline, which is great. But there's just still so much that if a faculty member has a guest lecture, and we could have somebody on campus who won an Emmy Award or an alum who's back who's back to do a lecture on campus that we just may not know about because our faculty are trying to serve the students. They're trying to get it done for them, and they, don't, they might not loop us in. So the challenge is, is telling it all, and then the bigger challenge is getting our internal constituents to make sure they're telling us so we can tell our external constituents. And, I, and I'll echo that, and I'll also say that we are very lucky to both teach. And also, you know, down in James Building, Mike Porm is down there. He teaches as well, um, involved with a lot of alumni things. So we are, we are lucky in that aspect that, that we meet a lot of good students and we see a lot of good students and we know about a lot of good students in the classroom to be able to tell those stories. Um, but we can always we can always find more, and that, that is the challenge to sort of... Um, we, have, we have so many students doing so many good things um, that it is... It, we want to be able to tell all those stories that we can. And how do you guys find find the time to tell all those stories? You, you, you mentioned there's so many of them. How do you you know frame them, frame all of them to make sure that they're really good stories when they come out? I think some, in all fairness, we do really well. Others, maybe not as well. Other, others, you know, 
and, and others, some we, some we do well, some we miss. Um, and, and that's just, there's just so many of them. Others may come to us thinking it's a big story or show up and say, hey, I've got this, this is going to be great. And, and we look at it and we just know it's not going to resonate. You know, so maybe, maybe it's a social media post and some pictures as opposed to a larger story because we know who our audience is as well. So I, I think it's a daily challenge to wrestle with that. The good part is our faculty, I think, are, are comfortable enough with us to say, hey, we've got this thing. Can you do something with it? Or, hey, I understand that wasn't as much. I mean, we have people who write stories and take pictures and make films who are professionals who are editing stuff every day and stuff doesn't make the cut. Right. So I think they understand if we say that, hey, that story just it was going to work for here and here for, for us to place it or use it. But it didn't it didn't rise to the level of something else. I think they trust us with that. So that that's helpful. But there's still there. I'm sure there are still. I'm scared to think about the number of seniors in this class that will graduate this spring who pro, who have a story to tell that we probably haven't told. And I, that said, I don't know that any other college is doing it any better than us either at Penn State. Like, I think what we do, we do well. It's a challenge for everybody. We've got this many students and this many great people to tell all their stories. I think the other part of it is um, is the student help we have. Uh, you know, we have such a good group. Um, and, we, and I think it took us a while to figure out, like, um, what all slots we needed to fill. Like, what are the positions we need most um, to sort of help us tell those stories? So now, you know, we have how many different areas do we have? I mean, we cover video, we cover podcasts, we cover writing, we cover photo and social media. Um, so we have students that do all those things that can kind of help out and, and the extra added benefit and all are really good at what they do. And the extra added benefit of that is, um, is they know people too. So, right. So, um, all of our student workers have, have friends or, or things like that that have done cool things or, or know things going on or taking trips or doing something in Thon or whatever the case might be. Um, that I think really makes us better in a lot of ways and, and, um, and take some workload off of our shoulders um, and give us new ideas of things that maybe we wouldn't have thought about otherwise. We, we've empowered students in a way that, that makes us better. You know, to be able to say, here's a list of people I need photos of. Work on your schedules. Make sure you get candid photos of these faculty members in class by the end of the semester. That's what I need from you this semester. Here's a list of people with who would be good for podcasts. Go forth and interview them. Here's three story ideas for you to write about. I need one of them this week, one of them two weeks from now, and one of them the week after that. I don't care which one it is because they're all good stories. You as a student, see what one works out for you. So we have interns now that I think are empowered to do that kind of thing. I think that's good for them. I think they meet alums and get, make connections or tell stories with people on campus too. And then they have a sample of their work. The people they've dealt with know they're good. I, and I try to have our interns back in all those situations. You know, if they're going to be in a tough situation, I'll tell them. If not, hey, go forth and do what you're supposed to do. And if somebody has a question and it's a question to you, I'm going to have your back because I think, you know, we hired you because you did a good job. You're going to do a good job anyway. So I think that's helpful for them. I hope that it's a good experience for them. And then at the end of the thing, helps them get a job. And this whole time we've got good content from them. And um, what are some, like, are there like milestones or is there like a big achievement that you guys have in mind? I can start with that. I mean, I think one of the one of the more memorable ones I'm always going to have is the transition from the College of Communications to the Donald P. Belisario College of Communications. Um, that was a busy couple weeks uh, leading up to um, getting everything kind of lined up and ready to go. Uh, everything from switching stuff on the website to making sure our social media handles switched directly at noon when the Board of Trustees approved um, approved the gift or the name change, 
and um, and that was just it, it was just memorable. But it also uh, it also brought along a new challenge of us rebranding ourselves as as the Belisario College. Um, but that that day will always stick out to me as something that was just a, a unique opportunity um, to sort of go through something like that that I that um, may not ever get to do again, really. Yeah, that was a once in a lifetime event. You know, somebody gives you $30 million to rename the college. And I, I think that was proof positive of what our office can do. And we're not a big office, and the other ones on campus aren't big either, but are in our roles. But to be able to coordinate that stuff, and at noon when the Board of Trustees said, Yes, we approve this funding, and you can now be named Donald V. Belisario College Communications, we were ready. You know, the website clicked over, the social media stuff clicked over, the release went out nationally and got picked up by. Variety and the LA Times, and that was those were things we ran out of our office because we, we didn't we worked to coordinate with Central, and they said, "Nope, it's your story, you tell it." So we did, and I think we did a good job. Um, the ongoing challenge from that remains education. It remains education and in building the community around the Belisario College. You know, for students who, who will shorten it and say, "Um, it's College Comp," no, it's Belisario College, right? <laughs> like that's this, that's the thing we just take the drive at home, and we have alums for whom. It was a school when they graduated. It was a school of journalism, or maybe it was the College of Communications. Our ongoing effort, even internally, you know, when I see memos and releases, you know, people will say the college, I'm like, no, it's got to be the Belisario College. Like, we just got to keep pounding that point home because that's our brand. That's where we fit. And it's, it's minutia like that. Email, people's email signatures, you know, do they say the Belisario College? People's voicemails, do they say the Belisario College? I mean, it's silly, but. Pepsi is Pepsi, Coke is Coke. You know, this is our brand, and we have to we have to try to protect it and build it. No, and I think you won't. I, I can speak for myself personally, but I, Steve and I both are probably two people that would find things like that uh, more than anyone as well, which is probably <laughs> probably helpful in this situation. We are uh, a little bit nitpicky as far as making sure that logos are right and brand names are right and following style guidelines, uh, and that comes down to everything to like graphic design. You know. And um, didn't mention that earlier. Uh, we have a graphic design intern too, and we also hired a graphic designer. And uh, and you know that has made us so much better to have those those two and um, made our content, our our, our magazine, our graphics um, just took us to a different level. That you know before it was it was if we had an intern and or Steve or I. Now we have somebody that's coming in every day too. To kind of help take that just to a, a whole new level as far as the things we're able to produce out of our office. And what's the next, you know, do you guys have an achievement that you guys kind of are striving for for next? Everybody to refer to it as the Belisario College. <laughs> um, I think there's that, and I, I don't think it ever ends. I mean, that's the challenge with these communications jobs, and, and that it's something you, if you look at higher education, and you look at Penn State, and you look at the people we're producing, these are the jobs that are growing. These are the people are telling stories. People talk about content. So I think for us, for me personally, is to be able to position us to be more strategic about what we take, what we do and not say everything that comes across the desk we have to do immediately. And, and for me, when I first came out of the newspaper world, if I was turning stuff around a day or two, the faculty members were shocked, right, because their timetable moves a little slower. And I've learned to pace myself and understand where that stuff fits in some ways. But the bigger thing, the bigger milestones um, are enhancing this brand. We are a named college. There are three at Penn State. You know, Mr. Belisario is very aware of, of what we do and what happens with his his college. Um, and in the next year, we have a building project. 
You know, we're going to build the Belisario Media Center on campus in, in the old part of Willard Building. That's going to provide some once-in-a-lifetime opportunities for, you know, showcasing what we are, rolling it out, whether it's a ribbon cutting, whether it's whatever special events we do in there. And we've already done some kind of cool stuff with that on, on the building theme, you know, with construction. And I think that's going to be fun in the next year that I think will engage both prospective students and alumni and allow us to, to build toward the building. And I think finding new ways, uh, continuing to find new ways to tell our story. Um, you, you know, this podcast and it's a testament to you, Jerome, and, and Katie before you as well, uh, as kind of the two that started it off of our Young Alumni Council. We kicked it off the ground a year and a half ago at this point, and then kind of you and Katie kind of expanding that to a weekly podcast at this point. And, and that's something that we didn't have before. I think the other thing is thinking about new ways to tell video stories. Um, you know, even social media stories I've been talking about um, with uh, with one of our student workers as well, coming up with some ideas on how we can how we can change those or, or make those better and tell tell our story differently via social media. So all of those things, you know, that'll never stop too. I mean, we'll find a new way to tell something, and then there's going to be another new way to tell something via social media or via podcast or via video. You know, we're communications. We're the Belisario College of Communications. So um, if anybody's doing those sorts of things, it, it should be us. Within five years, the world of communications is always changing. But within five years, where do you kind of see the Belisario College of Communications as an, on a national platform? We're already known and respected as one of the best communications programs in the country. Um, I think that will only grow um, because we've been to our to our discredit as a Penn State mentality, and, and it's in part me and in part of what Penn State is. Penn Staters have often been comfortable just doing their job, you know, doing it, doing it well, and not patting themselves on the back. And ironically enough, that's my job, <laughs> make sure we pat ourselves on the back, right? So I've got to be better at that and better pushing us out there. But I think in five years, especially with what this new facility is going to do, you know, people are going to see that and say, oh, wow, wow, Penn State's good, and, and they have this. Um, our challenge for years in terms of comparisons, especially in the East, has been Syracuse, and, and their advantage has been that they have forward-facing, they have on-air people doing TV, mostly in sports. And, and that's where a lot of their name recognition comes from. I don't know that we're going to eclipse them in that category, but we are churning out all kinds of quality people in front of and behind the camera and in advertising and public relations and in filmmaking. And it's the depth and breadth of what we do that excites me to commit every day. And five years from now, I think we're going to have an even better story than we have now. I don't have a ton to add to that, but I don't think overestimate or oversell how, how much that Belisario Media Center is going to mean um, to this college, to the Belisario College. Now students are going out to Innovation Park, and that's that's what it is. If you want to, the CCR studio, Com Radio, um, out at Innovation Park, bringing that centrally on campus, uh, directly by the Carnegie Building, um, is, you know, words can't describe, I don't think how important and impactful that's going to be for our next generation of students that come through here. Okay, well, uh, this has been great. Uh, so anything else you guys wanted to add, maybe? We are the Belisario College. <laughs> and if you're a, you're an alum of our program, we'd love it if you would call us the Belisario College and, and not a school and not a, a, a journalism school or whatever else. We're, we're proud of, of who you are and what you've become if you're an alum. Um, and we know everybody. I mean, that their alums usually have good experiences and are happy to be back. So when you come back, call us to Belisario College. Make sure you find us. We'll get you a T-shirt so you can remember it yourself. Um, that's the big thing. Follow us on social media, at PSU Belisario on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you.
Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Penn State Conversations. For more information about the Donald P. Bellisario College of Communications, including the latest news and upcoming events, visit bellisario.psu.edu or find us on social media at PSU Bellisario on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.